0: Valdosta, Georgia. This is Let's Talk Valdosta, a podcast about all things City of Valdosta, from new programs to events, interviews with small business owners, and engaged citizens. This podcast brought to you by the City of Valdosta Public Information Office. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to Let's Talk Valdosta episode two. And as always, we are going to start with a news in two where we highlight upcoming city events and news that you need to know. this saturday we have the mayor's paddle on the withalacoochee river um it is going to take place from eight to four i believe they are doing a um officials are gonna do introductions and have a chance to speak at eight and then they're actually launching at ten um hopefully all goes well we've had to reschedule this event twice already but it looks like clear skies so we're optimistic um this is an event that the mayor will be at, he started this when he came into office to highlight our rivers and all that they have to offer, as well as give residents the opportunities to approach him and ask any city-related questions. So um, hopefully we'll see you there Saturday. Yes, it's always a fun event, a fun event, so if you like to paddle along the river, this is a perfect opportunity for you. Um, So next week after that, we will lead into our Main Street Egg Hunt Week. And so this is kind of an adult egg hunt, which is kind of cool. They hide an egg each day inside of a store and they'll post clues about it on social media so that somebody can find that egg. And you win downtown dollars. So, I mean, who doesn't want to win easy downtown dollars? You get to spend those in our downtown. So that'll be fun. And that launches Monday, the 29th.
1: And the following week, we'll have National Community Development Week. The first day, Monday, April fifth, will be one day to start. It's a partnership with the local chamber of commerce. Um, it'll be it'll allow people to come in who have small businesses or who have a desire to start a small business, and they'll teach you how to write a business plan. They'll teach you, um, you know, how to register your business, uh, budgeting, financing, all that good stuff. Marketing, teach you about your website, um, Facebook, all those good things. And that is a huge thing for our small local businesses. It gives you a hand up before you start your business.
0: Yes. And I think this year they're wanting people to pre-register just due to social distancing. They're not going to be able to allow as many people in the multipurpose room. So look out for that. I think the registration is actually on the chamber's website, um, but you can also find it on the city's website as well. And throughout that week, we'll have um, a probably a ribbon cutting for one of our CDBG builds. Those are always fun. Yeah. You get to see somebody who basically gets a brand new house um, after a living and probably not great conditions. So, um, those are always great and heartwarming. And then we've got a fun event planned for Thursday the 8th. Um, it'll be like a city expo free ice cream event. You'll have to actually fill out a bingo card. So stay tuned for details about that because we're still in the planning phases, but we know it'll be Thursday the 8th from five to seven thirty. And that should wrap up our events and we'll go into our scheduled guests. Hello and welcome back to episode two. It's only our second episode of um, the Let's Talk Valdosta podcast, the City of Valdosta podcast. I am your host, Ashlyn Johnson, the Public Information Officer, and I'm joined by Marcus McConico.
1: Hey. How is everybody going, doing? He
0: is our media coordinator, and we have a very special guest who's a little natural to this, so we didn't have to give him any instructions. Um, our mayor, Scott James Matheson.
2: Very unnatural that uh, I'm not the one asking the questions, though. I'm <laughs> yes. being asked yes, the questions. Yes, you're the interviewee. Slightly backwards. <laughs> slightly <funny>. backwards.
0: <laughs> um, so we're coming off a very long weekend, work weekend um, of the City Council Strategic Initiative Summit, which a lot of people just call the council retreat. Um, So last year was your first one, this is your second one. So how was it?
2: Yeah, let's call it the third because in the campaign, when I was in campaign mode, I I attended that one as well, stayed all day Friday. Um, You get a good idea um, of the the feel of something like that. Um, Again, this one couldn't have been better timed, period, end of story. After a very tumultuous 2020, after a lot of distractions and a a lot of things that can derail um, a city council or derail even city staff, it was great to come together in that room and remind each other we are on the same track um that we are all moving forward as one that we are a cohesive unit uh, i had a council person tell me that uh, we we i don't think we're a cohesive unit and i said 70 7070 on the votes tells me that we are that we have a common vision and again this just drove it home you guys did a great job our city staff our public information office did a great job of putting this this weekend together on Friday and Saturday and reminding us of that, so thank you.
0: Friday was jam-packed if if you didn't see the agenda it was 8 a.m. to like 5:30. I think is when we went um, and we started off with updates from the chamber new director um, Christy Moore and then we heard from Andrea at the Development Authority so that was just kind of an overall picture of what our community looked like and I know y'all were impressed with that
2: well uh, we're already in love with Andrea at the Development Authority already in love with her and her staff and the work uh, I, I could tell you now that they got 15 projects in the works but then you'd have to kill me because i can't it's a, they're sworn to secrecy we're all sworn <laughs> to secrecy but then that that uh that council fell in love with our new chamber president we knew about andrea um, the unknown was christy moore our new chamber president and they absolutely fell in love with her at lunch she was the buzz she was what we were talking about
0: yes We love her. And outside of that, it was pretty much um, city programs and services and updates on that. And one main thing that I think y'all were all interested in was Daryl. And Marcus has covered a lot of Daryl's projects this year. He's done a ton.
1: Rockstar. We've been all (laughs) over utilities. It's such an important part of what we do here at the city.
2: I get to brag on him, and I don't know when this is going to air, but this weekend, um, uh, March 27th, is the Mayor's Paddle. And so a, a lot of that introduction at the very beginning is to remind everybody of where where we were to where we are now with our with our um, sewer system, with our forced main system, with our brand new Whitlacucci wastewater treatment plant, with that brand new shiny spine right down the middle of our city. Um, and in the past year, the promises we made at the paddle last year, we kept. We uh, rehabbed another 35 manholes. We put in a, two, a seven and a half million gallon catch basin out there at that wastewater treatment plant. Um, we just approved a, a new SCADA system for the Mud Creek plant. It's almost endless, and then of course rip, repaired and re- replaced um, miles and miles of pipe, um, the old clay pipe, and, and we really do have a modern day system. I think anybody in North Florida and all the citizens of Valdosta can be very confident that for the next 50 years, this is not only um, shiny and new, but it's also an economic um, draw to an area. If, if you got the new infrastructure they're coming it's not the promise hey one day we're going to it's in place that's uh, close to a hundred million dollars from start to fi- start to where we are now we're not finished
0: <laughs> Yep. and a lot of that's funded through So that's why we preach SPLOS being so important a lot of those tax dollars you can see in these projects so um, that kind of keeps us on track financially as well which is I know important to you
2: well another 30 million dollars out of our splossed allotment is going directly into the, the the system again the manhole rehab and everything else so that's um that's just an amazing commitment from that council and from the the city of Aldasta, and, and i and i hope and i hope it, as every year goes by that this becomes more and more distant in that rearview mirror the, the problems of the old system
0: yeah and that was that took up a lot of the time friday and i think um daryl was really excited to talk about that but saturday was when i really saw scott's eyes light up because we talked about downtown we talked about the train all all the fun stuff so um give us the lowdown on some of that
2: so i i knew i had to present to the uh the council at this point because they were starting to get asked questions and, and you never want to leave that council um out of a loop of something but this was one a project um, a revitalization project for savannah avenue as you start walking um, the goal is that corridor along um, the james beck overpass and 41 south the goal is to revitalize south it has been for that council for a number of years now but you got to take that first step so savannah avenue is that first step but it's a big step it's very long there's been a lot of uh, buildings there that have been um, promoted for some sort of rehab for a long time and never got any traction. So as we looked at it last January, a whole year ago and change, we thought um, the history of Valdosta is rail. So what better way to revitalize an area than to go backwards, to go forward? So we thought about bringing in a short line. And as we talked about it, as we saw it was feasible, as we saw all the right away for the track was still in place, um, we, we, we kind of put it to rest for a day. Went up for the bird supper last year before the world shut down. And I was sitting with our, our group of uh, lobbyists, Terry Coleman, um, Terry Matthews, and Scott Maxwell. And they're buying me lunch and they said, Mayor, have you, have, have you had one, one thing on a wish list? And I said, well, I'm looking at a short line for a revitalization project and they all just leapt out of their chairs. Stop, don't talk to another soul. <laughs> Have We've you talked to it. those guys yet? I said, no, but <laughs> I said, no, but I've been scrambling my education. I've been reading the Carl Vinson study on deal and their, their their viability. I've been so I've been looking at the GDOT map for what kind of track lines they own. GDOT is in love with rail. And, and I, I gave them my whole history that I had gotten in about a month's time. I've been drinking from a fire hose. And they said, We got two guys, um, Cater and Parrott. Um, it's Jamie Cater and and uh, Chris Parrott, and they're they run a short line down there. They've been running freight for a dozen years. So they made that introduction and the rest has been a hundred miles an hour. And once they launched in Nashville, the questions started coming to the council. Hey, they kept mentioning Valdosta. So we gave them a full on look. Um, Celine Gladwin drew up a beautiful schematic for us to, to how that entire corridor could look. Um, she did it free of charge. She's in love with the project as well. There's a lot of private stakeholders involved in this. Um, the the uh, economists came over from the uh, university, so he, it was sent whoops, sorry, sent by Andrea and the bunch at, the, uh, at, at our development authority. Um, they came over and did a full-on study on economic impact. We, we're going to present all that this May 11th. Um, we had to get a whole lot of numbers together. The last of it is we're asking for $3.5 million to, to lay the track, to rehab some track. Um, we also found out it's different to run freight as it is to run passengers a different level so we're gonna to have to do some track rehab um, our dream is to bring it right into the heart of downtown right behind Miller Hardware another great partner in this uh, this endeavor as well and then uh, and then have something that uh, could have as much as a six million dollar annual economic impact to the city of Valdosta to our Main Street to our downtown to our shop owners and so many more so and our moteliers uh, it, it, it's an overnight stay when you when you combine it with Wild Adventures theme park and, you had to ask me this question because now you hear how excited <laughs> I am
0: about it. And I, th- I think Ms. Tooley joined you in that excitement because I think it, that is the missing puzzle piece for her and it fits right in.
2: Yeah, it, and there's a, uh, again, this could be debated, but there's a theory in economic development. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you leap into the middle of a problem, if you have a problem area and you leap into the middle of it, um, you're almost sure to fail. Five years later, seven years later, eight years later, it looks just like it looked when you went and did the big... To walk a block is a better theory. To walk a block with every block that you walk it, especially from something as pristine as our downtown, um, you have far more success in, in its longevity and in the, the, the fact that it's going to take hold. So that area right there with that kind of activity, that kind of tourism, natural things that fit, like our renovation of the Lee Street Park is gonna be a puzzle piece that fits together with the front of where we're gonna put a depot and it just starts connecting dots and you get so excited about it.
0: And it brings a huge tourism aspect and don't worry, Marcus, we talked little Christian can purchase a choo choo train or all of all of the swag from the train that he can find in the gift shop.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we um I just remember going out there with you that day and talking about, oh, a gift shop would be great here at the stop, or a restaurant would be great here at this stop. So people, as soon as they got off the train, you you start spending money at that gift shop, or you go to the restaurant and eat here, right here in downtown Valdosta.
2: Yeah, and you market it as get there early so you can stroll our beautiful downtown as well. I mean, that's just part of it. Or when the train lands again, they're going to shop for the next three hours, eat at a restaurant, hopefully he- head back to their Airbnb right in our downtown as well. And listen, um, just a little side note, when you start talking to a major developer downtown who is, is developing a project, he has probably changed gears on that project three or four times. Well, he just, he's about to change gears again. He did not know about the train project. So as I pitched it to him just as something, something coming, he said, well, that changes everything.
0: <laughs> Thanks.
2: <laughs> so, so now a floor of a building that he's going to renovate and uh, uh, probably one that he's going to build, he would now do Airbnbs instead of what he had planned. So he, he recognizes the fact that it'll be, listen, the train platform, who knew this? When you're getting your education, a platform to watch the CSX mainline go by and to watch our little choo-choo train come in and go out draws 25,000 people a year. Wow, <laughs> to a much smaller town. It's than, something
0: about the trains.
2: It, it <laughs> is. It's romantic. It's a time lost. It's and, and then uh, and then train festivals. The economist came in and said he studied trains, train festivals, four day festivals in your area that, that can draw a quarter of a million dollars to your area in a, in a weekend.
1: That would be perfect with that new amphitheater we're opening oh, we
2: to get downtown. Music now. You're
1: now you're talking. Listen,
0: I believe it. Scott's from North Georgia. He knows how how important that train is up there in Blue Ridge. So I. I can only imagine what it would do down here for this area. Yeah. It would be great.
2: My my summer relocation when my parents used to ship me to blue ridge every summer (laughs) all summer (laughs) long i think it was because i was a bad kid
0: (laughs) (laughs) but that leads perfectly into what what main street and their outlook and they're wanting to make that a whole entertainment district and really promote people walking around shopping staying during events and maybe grabbing a drink and walking around
2: listen all three of us will come out of our our seats right now because now you start talking about the county's beautiful beautiful park that they're building in the old grinder lot um, you start talking about the Annette Hal turner Center for the Arts now having an entire block dedicated to the arts, all the way from Patterson to Ashley Street. Um, that fits the puzzle piece. Our Lee Street renovation um, in queue, the, the architectural drawings already done, the historic county courthouse. Um, the plans are done and the first dollars come in January 1 of, t- of 2022, so at the beginning of next year, They'll go gangbusters on that. You'll see scaffolding go up, and you'll see a probably a year and a half long project going on there for renovation. And then the private project I
1: talked about, all five major projects.
0: It'll be beautiful. Oh, I wouldn't it's thought almost
1: of. almost like we're building we're filling in a bingo card. Yeah. It really <laughs> is. It really is. But we're
2: not having to wait fifteen years yes. to do it, <laughs> yeah. waiting for Big Ten. Come on. Come on. It's happening and happening right now for the city of aldosta
0: Yep. In Lowndes County. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: well, that, I mean, that was one thing. I think along with that is taking care of our community as a whole. Like we know we put a big focus on downtown, but y'all talked a lot about the efforts outside of that. So y'all have done a lot of cleanup events, and we've sponsored the city as a whole to sponsor a lot of cleanup events. So is that something that you've been happy to see as your your time as mayor?
2: Are you kidding me? You know how many times I said love where you live? Yes, please. Lo- love where you live. And those cleanups help you do that because, again, an, an area can just kind of get away from you not overnight but over time and when we rush into those communities and those those neighborhoods and we spend a full week with those big rollaway dumpsters and we we everybody gets excited yeah everybody does so all of a sudden you leave there and it's pristine and everybody feels it takes a new sense of pride i love it when we combine it with our cdbg builds as well because now you got a shiny new house uh, a nice, clean neighborhood as well, and the, every, everybody rises up, so yeah, absolutely. And then our transit system. Um, I'm not even gonna let you guide me there. Yes. Um, our transit system launches April 27th, and that is gonna be an amazing day. And and what do you think? And what do you think um, Senator Ossoff's office has found out?
0: we are possibly one of the only if the only on demand fully on demand transit systems that would be awesome
2: ever launched in the united states um everybody else runs it in support of something um some on the the fringe or or as areas start to grow out they don't demand the full-on buses or otherwise so they support it with on-demand transit we think it's going to be self-sustaining and what a good problem to have if it's not that means ridership 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 but finally we can end some of the discussions on food deserts, where somebody or neighborhoods are isolated four four miles or plus from uh, supermarkets. Um, Areas um, of need like the Medical Center. It's nice to have South Georgia Medical Center. It's nice to have our South Health District serving so many. It's nice to have Partnership Health um, fully involved. It's nice to have the new Mercer College coming here for internships. But if you can't get to them, it's nothing. So if you're isolated and can't get to that that, uh, next level of care, or constant care than, than it. Uh, so what? So what if you have it to a certain faction of your your community? So um, this connects them.
0: We are so excited for that. Okay. We sat on a call the other day. We're doing a lot of the behind the scenes
1: efforts right now. <laughs> a lot now. of I've work. A lot of it. work.
0: I promise it. We'll get it out there. But um, we there's a lot of projects going on. We have videos, social media posts in the queue, and everything. We're trying to set up workshops for people to learn how to use the app. Um, so it'll it'll be awesome.
1: I, I can tell you one thing from that meeting. Um, Corey Hall was also in on that on that video call, and he was like he received a phone call with the lady crying, because she was so happy that we were bringing transit to Valdosta.
2: It's odd. Yeah, there's a lot of things that have uh, gotten a lot more, made a lot more noise along the way in the last year and a half or year and three months that, that I've been in as mayor. The one absolute constant that I probably get email or letter once a week. Um, nonstop for the last year and three months is transit, transit. Please, sir, it's my lifeline to um, to, to dialysis. Um, please, sir, my, my only way around town was yanked out from under me last year, please, sir. So it, it's been the one ongoing constant um, is the people that uh, that need that that transit. 20 bucks to them is a mountain. 20 bucks to have to call a cab is a mountain. That is something they can't overcome on a fixed income um, for, the, for the, uh, the foreseeable future or the next month. Um, we're now thinking, three bucks could be two bucks.
0: Yes, so, dollar a rider. Also, if you bring someone along, so.
2: Yep, and, and and we're promising things like senior discounts and other things like that. So and then, the second they land here, for the first six to eight months, they're going to study the hot spots that the, they're called out to. They're going to their their software is amazing. It'll tell them where they go, what the demand is, is the medical center the place, is the Department of Labor, and start looking at a, at a fixed route system. Um, still do on demand fully but have one full operating loop maybe all the way up Ashley all the way back down Patterson Department of Labor all the way out to the hospital um, and, and run that every 45 minutes it even at a greater discount so now you can come out of the neighborhood you might have to walk five blocks instead of get picked up closer to the house but it's a buck so so that'll be studied from day one if it's viable we do it and we do it fast
0: and I think it's something that everyone can relate to I mean even uh, even Vanessa in our office, she struggles sometimes. The other day, she texted me and was like, "I'm taking an Uber to work," and I was like, "Vanessa, I can pick you up." <laughs> but she, you know, they're a military family, so they have one vehicle, so it's hard for them sometimes to get her to work and get him out to the base. So I think it's something that we can all relate to and all utilize. And so I hope that through our efforts, maybe we'll encourage that.
2: Well, and what's one of the greatest expenses for somebody like Lamp or the Salvation Army, um, even Lark is transit. Yeah. So I'm afraid Lark might overrun the system. <laughs> we're, we're going to need more cars day one
0: <laughs> that is a good problem to have and it i think really that's is. been i think that's been kind of our topic a conversation a yeah, lot of our meetings exactly. that we've had with via is you know if this gets overwhelmed we will fix it like there is all that is a good problem to have so
2: yep here's something uh, mark as you're listening to this podcast mark barber our fearless leader that that makes sure the 577 employees of the city of baldasta are, are functioning fully um yes. They, at the last Airport Authority meeting, one of the questions they asked me as the representative there for the city of Aldasta, was, um, I guess, Enterprise is the partner for VIA, am I correct? It's one of the...
0: Um, I, is it Avis, is that what they're... Oh gosh, I'm let's not get sure. One of, yeah, one of them.
2: Hey, hey, Citizens, we're sorry, but it's one of the rental car yes, companies. it's one of the rental car companies that, companies. that operates the leases. They asked if they could um, dedicate seven parking spaces out at the airport.
0: Oh, that, that's awesome.
2: For for Via to park their vehicles at 10 o'clock at night when they stop operating they go back out they have their designated spaces out of the airport and, and they said M- mayor this is something we want to do for you because it's been asked of us I said we'll accept and here's why we had we had in all these meetings we've had for the last year and a half we've wondered where they're going to be housed where they go yeah um, we, we'll offer them our fuel barn we'll offer them if they land out there Enterprise is part of their contract cleans them up at night vacuums them up at night wipes them down and gets them ready for the next day's service so it's a natural to say they'd be parked out there um serviced out there and then be ready for operation the next morning again brand new yeah
0: that is perfect Perfect. yes
2: see how it all works and they're
0: right there when you need them when you're riding Mm -hmm. at the airport i said i I
2: accept Uh, yes (laughs) so mark surprise (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) well um i know y'all set dates for 2022 so i just just recap you know all in all, I think this was very, very successful. So I know you're looking forward to next year.
2: Yeah, I'll go back to the very beginning on, on this podcast. Um, it was couldn't have been timed out any better to remind that council and to remind those department heads that were there for two straight days nonstop that we're all on the same page. It, it You forget because the rhetoric's so loud these days. It really is, it's so polarized. This reminded a very diverse council that we are all rowing the boat in the same direction. And I couldn't have been more pleased. I told Mark that afterward, Mark, it couldn't have been better timed. and and for me included as well i mean i i I get shouted at too
0: (laughs) well mayor thank you so much i know this was a breeze for you because you're used to this but we appreciate it and we'll have you back anytime yeah
1: plus i'm living it every day those 20 minutes flew by
0: yes (laughs)